Nothing. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. We're back again. Yes, we are. So soon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, things seem to have quieted down. It looks like Bravo put the whole kibosh on nobody talk about this anymore. Mm-hmm. Certainly did not come up on Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. But, um, yeah, any other comments or anything you thought of after our po- emergency podcast? No, I mean, I'm still just, um, you know, watching things unfold with everybody. There's still definitely some stuff being uncovered, you know, just... It's interesting to see which episodes Brie was editing and things like, you know, things that she has taken credit for. And um, and then the other editor that piped in on our Instagram page looking at some of the stuff that he has said in the past and his view on, you know, editing and reality TV has been interesting to see as well. Yeah, we believe this is Brie's boyfriend. He said husband. I don't know. I heard her say, I thought she said she met her boyfriend. So, boyfriend, husband, whatever, we did his resume and it was like lined up with hers and she said she met her partner on Shaw's and then brought him over to VPR, so that tracks. But anyways, yeah, he tried to come at us and like, this sounds like her, so. (laughs) Yeah, it was really bizarre too. Um, I was watching a YouTube interview that he did for another podcast and he references, he's like, oh, um, you know, he's like reality tv is not you know eligible for they they never win any emmys and it's not fair and you know um brie dellinger actually is the one who came up with you know the the term docu-soap and she you know it's he believes that the reason why they have not um won an emmy or why it's not like kind of um seen as like a respectable form of entertainment amongst the industry people is because um, reality TV is aimed at women viewers. Hmm. He thinks that it's like truly like a, like a, an issue on um, not recognizing like women in film. Okay. Yeah. So um, could be, I don't know. I, I, I'd have to look more into that. Yeah. Well, you probably know he'll gain traction by using that platform. Yeah. So anything else on that? Uh no. Topic. Well, I did hear that the snake Danica was talking about in our podcast with her is Charlie. That was my first thought based on just what Charlie told us that you know the new people did like her but now they don't like her anymore and also the fact that Danica did not mention mention Charlie once so I kind of had my suspicions on that I was hoping I was wrong and I was hoping it was going to be like Britney or something like that but yeah so I guess we'll see I have a feeling that there's some other stuff brewing along with that because that doesn't make sense to me at all um and then also 
Like, what could she have possibly have done? She's not even infiltrated into the group, like, at all. Did you see what Maggie post? Maggie posted in our group six hours ago, and this was super interesting. I would love to know the background on this, or if anybody was on Twitter at this time. It looks like three people commented. So if you guys know about this, let us know. But so um, Maggie said, Dana supposedly responding to Sheena. So when she's Sheena was you know, saying, hey, Andy, I'm spilling the tea or whatever she was saying or when the articles were being shared. um, Oh, she said um, on this is when like the uh, Danny Pellegrino's podcast came out. The Mm -hmm. tweets were deleted, but she got screenshots from Reddit. So basically, Dana is saying um, in all caps, I should fucking spill it, though, right? Because a dizzy hoe is a trying hoe. And then she said, pick a fucking lane, BB. The hypocrisy is real. And then, um, goddamn, I can't believe how dumb people can be. You think a two-faced snake is your friend and has your back? LOL. Okay, sweetie. So who is she calling a two-faced snake that is involved with anything that Sheena is doing with Danny Pellegrino? Kristen? Well, Sheena's like the only one friends with Charlie, so I could make that deduction but but how does that involve charlie yeah it doesn't make sense so and i just and like why is she why is she using two-faced snake like do we really have to like go with like the kim kardashian taylor swift verbiage they couldn't have come up with something more original like come on guys i'm bored with a snake (laughs) what's this tea dana i mean spill it maybe it'll make you interesting yeah I should fucking spill it, though, right? Because a dizzy hoe is a trying hoe. Pick a fucking lane, using Stassi's line, baby. The hypocrisy is real. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I could definitely see, because, I mean, we've read some articles, too, about how all of this has sparked... You know, like, I'm sure it's making everyone on the cast uncomfortable. This is a very uncomfortable thing that has just come to light. Um, All of us viewers, we're not shocked by this. We're not shocked to know that there's editors. We're not shocked to know that editors, you know, some editors are biased towards some certain characters. Or Like, this is nothing surprising. But what could be surprising if you are... Stassi, Katie, Kristen, Dana, anyone sitting there and saying, wait a second, why is Sheena getting to call out an editor on her bad edit when maybe they know for a fact that she has gone to editors or to producers about producing certain things? Like, I'm sure that, like, like the whole thing seems a little bit weird. So I, I see, like, it almost like Dana's running her mouth like that. She's like, really? Gina, like, do you want me to say, like, what's really going on? Like, I'm sure they have all done things like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I but it's like, say it, Dana. Let, let's hear it. Yeah. Well, and we have talked to people that said the, the favoritism thing is a real thing. Like, it's very apparent. The cast talks about it. Everyone knows about it. Well, if you watch so, the show, it's like not right. hard to. It's not like, oh no, I don't know about that, Sarah. Like, of course, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's. Would that explain the Jack's cam footage this episode? Oh my god, oh, I have so much to say about that. I feel like I'm gonna like burst. <laughs> okay. Well, should we get into it? I want to shout out some birthdays, so. Yes. We have a lot of them. Okay, so, let's hear it. Well, again, Clarissa, you said happy birthday already yesterday, but um, Sarah S. on May 11th, Teresa L. 
Dash-W on May 16th. A lot of May 16ths. Also on May 16th, Cat E. Also on May 16th, Christine F. Also on May 16th, Marlena R. On May 17th, uh, Kirsten B. On May 9th, Violet C. Last week, uh, we missed Brittany S. On May 6th, we missed Shelly E. On April 30th. These are just because they hadn't posted it. Yeah. Now they posted it. Um, even going back to March 9th was Becca R. We still want to shout you out. And Courtney B. On March 16th. So shouting out some people that we just missed. Sarah, uh, I am like very impressed with your birthday shout outs because that list is like truly growing and it's always updating. So it's very impressive that you shout them out. That's really cool. Yeah, because the thread was from a long time ago, but all of a sudden it like resurfaced and yeah. people were adding a whole it's bunch. so cool. Last week. So I'm like, I better write it down right now. Otherwise, yeah, it's going to get lost in the Facebook that's awesome. algorithm. <laughs> totally cool. All right. Should we get in the episode? Yes. Um, also, you guys, if you miss the emergency podcast, want to hear about the drama we were just talking about, you can go to the IG, Vanderpump Rules Party. You can go to Pumpers Nation on IG or Twitter and catch up there or join our Facebook group, Vanderpump Rules Party. Lots of articles, comments, video clips, episode links, everything's in there. Yeah. So the Toms come in and matching shirts and blazers, exactly what I would wear to scrub a bathroom. Yeah, that was really bizarre. It did not make sense. How'd you like... uh, And we basically, this is the first scene of every scene that Lisa has interjected into. She is now in every scene of Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. um, Did you notice, like... When so like they start with like showing like oh look at like people still work at Sir there's Danica and Raquel look at look they work they work you know um did you have you is it like a thing for the managers to wear Sir dresses or do they normally wear like normal clothes because I could have sworn Danica was in a Sir dress mm, I mean yeah. I, I mean I guess it doesn't matter but I've never seen like Natalie in one or anything Diana yeah. I've never seen Peter in one. <laughs> I would love to see Peter in one. <laughs> He'll look like Schwartz in his moo-moos. Oh, did you see that footage at the end of Watch What Happens Live? No. I, you know what? I did not get to watch Watch What Happens Live. Like, um, I was like, I, I watched the episode, and then I was like, so I was watching that um, uh, editor's YouTube video looking for like a, just looking for a little gem and I you know so I was like all up on that and then I fell asleep mm. well you didn't miss a whole lot but I mean they actually did ask a lot of questions and played some games and asked you know about the Jack stuff so I guess it was it was pretty informative but I mean nothing like bombshells we need to talk about but at the very end <clears throat> they pan over to Schwartz in his closet doing some cell phone footage cam work again like Jack's and he's just trying on all his different moo-moos. And he's like, oh, you know, you just feel good about yourself in a, in a moo-moo. And he's all like, you know, have facial hair grown out. And <clears throat> I don't know. It's just, it was pretty disturbing. You yeah. know, doing his, oh, it's just, you know, rocking the moo-moo. Everybody, every man should rock a moo-moo. You know, like Ted Bundy wore one or he said something weird like that. I'm like, just stop making the moo-moo happen, okay? Yeah. And stop with that breathy voice. Ugh. Well, 
I'm over it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. <clears throat> so, and which leads me into the next scene when he's doing again, takes that deep, creepy breath, and he's like, oh, Lisa, oh, long, smooth, gentle strokes on her legs. Oh, it's like, we don't need this. I don't want to hear from horny Tom Schwartz. Like, I I would love to see, like, his Pornhub, like, viewing history. Like, I, I have a feeling that he doesn't watch just, like, normal porn. He gets, like, deep into, like, the dark cuts of, like, some weird, like, like something where you wouldn't even, like, think, like, that it's sexual. That's what he likes. I think he's, like, mommy porn or, like, he's on one of those weird sites that like wants to be with a breastfeeding mom oh yes i love the mommy ones um baby play or like he um this isn't even like that weird of a genre but like he likes um like the nylon videos where like the woman's wearing like old school like you know nylons (laughs) and then like she like points her toe and like smokes a little bit like i feel like he'd be into something like that where he'd be like ooh. i can see him in i used to watch that show my crazy ex and one of them was um, this girl walked in and her boyfriend was like in a diaper and a playpen like that's his fetish and I'm like I can see Schwartz <laughs> getting into that hey mama papa papa new bottle god I wish like that I could think of like a fun fetish to do like it actually looks like fun like I wished like to commit that hard to something like or even like these people that do like cosplay you know and like they like fully dress up like the character and they get like the costume perfect and the makeup like uh, I, I I can dream that, but I can't do it. I can't execute. I think what would be safe right now in these times is to really embrace the furry community. Yeah, that because, you know what I've always yeah. been. Yeah, I've always kind of had a curiosity to- towards the furries. I don't know. And there's no touching, like skin to skin, so it's pretty safe. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. That may be like, yeah, that may, you may be onto something there. Single people out there that are like getting real impatient because they can't date right now, maybe look into a furry situation. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Or or also like those latex, you know, like suits that people wear, like where it's like literally they're vacuumed into it. That also could be something. That's true. Yeah. I just, I thought I read an article and I could be completely off, like, I saw, it was probably a joke, but it literally said, COVID-19 found in men's sperm. And so, like, (laughs) like, and it was literally like, oh, guess we can't have sex then, COVID could be in, you know, like, there could be traces of it in men's sperm. I guess that's off the table now. Uh, uh, uh. I mean, I would imagine, like, if it's in your bodily fluids, why would it just be in your spit and not in your sperm? Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> All so right. Maybe, maybe well, hold off on the blowjobs for a while. I don't know. <laughs> darn! <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> so... All right, they're just scrubbing the floor, and then Sandoval like puts a toothbrush in his mouth, which I I guess it is kind of funny. <laughs> it's very staged and planned, but it is kind of funny. Yeah, but it's what you expect when we're. It's like it's Tom and Tom time. You know, it's um time to see the boys, like and Lisa, like it, it's her goofy little Dumb and Dumber. Here we go. You know. Yeah. It's the Tom Tom experience. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I watched this episode, and I, 
anyone who has listened to this podcast from day one knows that we have always, always watched Vanderpump Rules um, in a way that, I mean, it's actually turned a lot of our listeners off before. People who aren't our true fans have been like, they dissect every scene too much. We don't care. We don't care, you know, if it was edited incorrectly or like, I mean, have we not always done this? Like, this is this is what we do. But anyways, I felt like um, I was even watching more to see like the type of story that they were building. And I was just like a little more sensitive to the to how they were editing it. (laughs) Okay. Um, okay, so... James is spinning, and he's, like, laughing and smiling and throwing his head back and pointing his finger, like, doing the, like, the two-finger gun, having the time of his life, like, as there's literally seven people there. And he's fist-pumping with Guillermo, and I counted. I'm like, there's seven people there, James, and that is what a CEO next Tuesday looks like. When did we go see James? Because I thought that we went, like, the first night he was back. Yeah. Were we there? It was, was probably, well, when we were there, there were seven people there, so that would. I know. Crack. Like, I, I truly, like, kind of looked for us because I was like, I'm pretty sure we were there that night. Yeah. But I'll have to go back in our photos and see. But um, I loved how Guillermo took that moment to, you know, go up there and shake James's hand and, you know, be like, everyone, everyone, I'm Guillermo. I am, <laughs> you know, part owner of Sir. So, um, business partners with Lisa Vanderpump, everyone, if anyone wants to come talk to me. George Clooney lookalike. Yes. <laughs> Just ask imagine, me. Imagine looking like Guillermo. Like, I mean, he does look like George Clooney. Like, there's no getting around that. He does. But, like, what you do every night is work for Lisa in her, and, like, and go shake James Kennedy's hand and walk around like the guy is always there he works really hard and like with those good looks this is what has happened like not much (laughs) I mean it's like it's kind of like tragic I know he's working on other projects and he models and stuff so I mean I hope he's happy but I mean he's he is good looking I thought he was in an Argentinian film (laughs) I'm sure he is (laughs) hmm and then Brittany walks in. She's hi, pooper scoopers. <laughs> Stop laughing. And don't say pooper scooper. Like, ugh. you're in a restaurant. Come on. And and what was she doing there? Working. She was showing up for a shift. Yeah, she was in her sur dress. Oh, with her jean jacket on. And her uh, crimped hair. Okay. Um, and then she like storms off, like, fuck off, or this, yeah. fuck this. Yeah. So Tom tells Brittany that since Jack's disinvited all of them, that they were going to have their own party. And it's like, well, why not? He was, he disinvited them. So it's nobody's business what Tom does. And Brittany's like, that's messed up. He's like, well, maybe Jack shouldn't have uninvited everyone. Okay. You expect them just to sit at home just because, you know, never have people over. So you never have people over. Tom's like, uh, we did last night. So she's like, whatever. Do what you want. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I liked her riled up. Yes, me too. 
this um I didn't like this scene like I didn't feel like she got as riled up as she did with Ariana and then like with even with Jax and everybody later this one seemed a little more staged to me um but I still any sort of uh, like putting a little bit of pressure on Britney is makes me happy yeah like when she walked in oh maybe she wasn't in a surge dress because she was in a different outfit then like just a black yeah, dress. Yeah, she was just wearing a like what what was she doing there to walk in the way that she did and be like, "Hey, put, like was she picking up takeout? Was she like wh- yeah, wh- all what the way from it? the valley?" <laughs> and then when she goes home to Jack's, it's pitch black. Like it is like very dark outside. And then and then Jax is going to the gym again. Like, how late are these lit method classes? Because it was very dark. And usually a little studio, their last class is, you know, like at 7 or something. Seven, yeah. And this is this is August, around August 9th or so. So, so it's very light out. Very yeah. light. Like, last love- night it was light here until 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. So I love that when she's like, Jax. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay, but first we go over to Hyde. Well, I appreciated that they showed Charlie working somewhere else that wasn't owned by Lisa Vanderpump. I did too. I felt like that um, showed. I, I like it. It gave me that a season one feel to Vanderpump Rules of you know they she Charlie doesn't have a lot of money. Charlie is trying to make it in Hollywood. She says she's an actress, a model. This is this is the real way that, you know, young people survive in West Hollywood is you have to work a couple jobs. I mean, a lot of people at Sur work other places and they don't really cover that. Yeah. Especially since like the Sur schedule's now overpacked thanks for Dana moving over because she fucked Max. It, as yes, Danica said. Exactly. Oh, exactly. the previews next week. Like just when I was starting to be on Max's side on this episode it's like then the previews for next week and he's like don't forget i'm the one that hired you it's like there he goes on his power trip again yeah i i i couldn't believe it but i was team max this episode and i was like questioning myself yeah so charlie's like it's like flannel like your thing and he's like no and then the montage of all this flannel and dean is like He's like a sexy Paul Bunyan. And Charlie, is he though? I'm like, I love that you just said that right to them. I mean, I I feel like that's pretty impressive that she was able to roast Brett in front of Dana in a tiny little scene. That was a really small little scene. And once again, she stole the scene. Yeah. Um, And... Yeah, I, I thought it was hilarious. And then what about when he's like, "Is my hair okay?" Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, it's 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 fine." Um, and then she talks about how hot she is. She says this several times this episode about how hot she is. And kudos for the good job on the self esteem and confidence. Every woman should have that. But you know, you don't I, have to yeah, broadcast it. Um, we get it. We see. We have eyes. You're pretty. Got yeah, it. it um, it's really bizarre though, and it's actually making me like feel uncomfortable when she says it. Like, um, and I guess I, maybe that's like a, a really old sentiment that like we shouldn't do. Like, where I, I normally would say right now, let someone else say that you're pretty. Like, that's kind of how it works. Like, you are humble, yeah. and then you say, but maybe she's right. Maybe you do say I'm hot and whatever. Like, maybe Dana's doing it right. I don't know. I mean, well, she, yeah. She, 
body sh- she may be doing it right but then she body shamed max on the after show Ooh, that was horrible <laughs> when ariana because she was imitating max like whining and ariana's like oh you look just like max and she's like no i'd have to lose 20 pounds to look like him it's like okay i know you know we guys we said something and everyone's like it's not it's just as wrong to body shame a man as a woman and i agree so take note dana yeah I mean, she's done that several times, though. Called them little and skinny and, you know, petite or whatever. Yeah. Not that he doesn't deserve it, because, you know. I don't know. Does anyone deserve it? Probably not. No, but he can. maybe he can't help that. I don't know. Right. Just Let's just rip on, yeah, just stick to his douchebaggery, not his body, Dana. Yeah. All right. So, Brett is confused about Max's feelings. It's like, it's not rocket science. You are his friend. You said you believe in bros before hoes. Um, it, it, why is it so confusing to you and Dana why Max might be upset? Yeah, he doesn't have a right to be upset for Dana to go date, make out, sleep with anyone. But it's his good friend. So, yes, I think he has a reason to be upset. Yeah, she was she was pretty aggressive. She rem- she gave me Sheena vibes, you know, and Sheena like, you know, so maybe it'll have like what pushes like the sexuality, like aggressiveness. She was really kind of pushing or making it happen, I guess I'll say with Brett. Do you notice that a little? It um well on uh, oh at the at Hyde when she was finishing <laughs> the the date is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, she was taking over more of a masculine role which is fine it's a different world now and that's it should be 50 50 but eh, i don't really want it to be 50 50 because i don't want to have to be the one to make the first move all the time yeah yeah um yeah i I did notice that too and again like i um was like all right go for it girl i don't know but yeah we have enough stuff we have to do we have to like get right guys have it so easy so it's like they can do a couple difficult things you know they don't have to buy tampons. They don't have to, you know, do their hair and nails and makeup and blah, buy all these clothes. It's like, yeah, they can take a couple difficult things for the team yeah. to balance things out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyways. Well, now we go over to JX. What? And he's like cutting up some like frozen egg bake thing or something like some kind of noodle strudel. I oh don't my know. gosh! I, okay, my theory on that is it's like, um, like I wrote down like a chef boyardee bake, but I think that like it was possibly like a hamburger helper sort of situation. Yeah, but it was hard, so it, like it was made a couple days ago. Yeah, and, the and, the, and then he heated it up, and then he had like a little um, like homemade ranch jar that he. Because at first I was like, is that sour cream he added to it? But I'm pretty sure it was ranch. Huh. Yeah, and then he's like, uh, there's dinner. But then they cut o- cut over it, and it's just one plate. So I'm like, were you both going to share the plate, or you just made dinner for yourself, Jack? Because I didn't see another plate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I did see was Brittany throwing back some shots. And, you know, that's what I like to do after a hard day's work. I like to come home, relax, and just take some shots. She was <laughs> upset because she's like, we have a slide coming. And then she rips the, you know, freezer door open, gets her, you know, cold vodka and pull, pours a shot for her stomach ulcer. <laughs> <laughs> 
And later when they have like it's pool party day and she's like in the kitchen and she just keeps taking shot after shot and no one's even there yet. I'm like, can't you just like wait to start the party tray until your guests arrive? I mean, I understand like you're cooking and prepping with like a beer or a glass of wine, but like she's tossing them back before anyone's even there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, so she tells him about the party and Jax just goes on the Jax rant. She's like, Sandoval, he's a he's a ten year old little girl. He's a he's a fucking woman woman. Sorry, I don't mean to bash women. Okay, and he mentions that a couple like just like Dana mentions through the episode that she's pretty and beautiful. Jax mentions women throughout this episode too. Like he mm-hmm. he mentions With little girls. Yeah, he mentions women instructors. He mentions you know right. doesn't want to take a shot at women. You know, like it's like wow, Jax. Like thank you. I, I like I am like truly honored to be a woman and be like like he's being so considerate of us. <laughs> so she's like, well, I just don't think this would happen if you hadn't sent those texts. Oh, so it's my fault. My fault. I love that this is my fault. It's like, it is your fault. <laughs> um, that was my absolute favorite thing when she was like, if you wouldn't have sent those texts, like, it, it, this wouldn't have happened. And he's like, so it's my fault. And she's like, well, I guess what I'm saying is, and then, like, she even, like, did, like, this amazing look with her face. Like, Brittany's acting is really coming up to the next level because she's like, well, I just mean, if you wouldn't have done, sent those messages, like, we wouldn't be here. And, I mean, it was just, she literally repeated her same line, and Jax had to deal with it. Yeah. So then he's like, that's it. I'm going to the gym. She's like, really? For the third time, you already went. Are you really going to the gym? You're like, track my phone. I don't care. She's like, I sure will. <sighs> now, that's a healthy marriage one month in. <laughs> yeah. Lots of trust there. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, imagine having like to trust Jax Taylor. Like he lies about everything. Like we like just like, you know, you could just like go through his Twitter and literally catch him lying about things. Like imagine having like he's like, "Brittany, I have a really important business meeting." He takes off, leaves Valley Village. Like where is he going? Like it's not like he would tell her the truth because like his business dealings are so bizarre and strange. It's like how would you even start to like investigate what he's doing because he's so weird and like such a liar you know like he's like yeah. I, I, I'm on my way to go work on the um, just add X uh, packaging with Lance I'll, I'll be back you know and it's like are you yeah or he's like he's like someone's renting equipment from me um, studio or, or um, filming <laughs> equipment I got to go to the warehouse <laughs> I will say I will say as I have been doing deep dives on a couple of members of the cast and and uh, key players in the game that um, Jax is one of the only cast members that like is kind of has himself set up like properly business wise like he has a corporation he has and like a business address located at like a different location like he actually Mm -hmm. like on paper is more organized than the entire cast which is strange right like Kristen's is in her garage yeah, I did like uh, he, it. Just seems like he possibly has been hustling behind the scenes years ago, years longer than anybody else. You know, I don't know what he's doing, but he quietly is setting something up. Hmm. All right. Well, then just, we go over wait, to really, the really quick. Yeah. Can we um, 
um, go to an after show topic. I jotted it down on this page for some reason. Did you find it incredibly awkward? Okay, we're talking about the after show that you can find on YouTube. Just search Vanderpump Rules After Show and go to the one that is for this episode. Tom and Tom kind of get into it. Um, they're they're talking about their toilet scene or whatever, and Tom Sandoval kind of goes in on Schwartz about you know it, we've heard this before that he you know misses when he's peeing on the seat and he kind of doesn't clean up after himself. Well, during the after show, Tom Sandoval kind of won't let it go. And I think he thought he was just making a joke. Like he, you know, when you say something like when we're talking about Brittany and like we take it too far and like only me and Sarah are laughing, you know, it's like, ha ha ha. But Schwartz started getting visibly upset. Like his, he started rubbing his eye, his face, he was getting mad. And he's like, dude, this isn't right. Like, stop saying this, stop putting this out there. And Sandoval would not stop. And it was actually like a very awkward moment. Did you notice that? Um, no, because I watched the first part and I was bored. So I skipped ahead to the next video. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, if, if you guys watch it, just check that out because it's the first time I've ever sensed tension between the toms because if you think about it like it is divided with the toms right now you know like and the cast and everything but tom and tom have to get along because they have a business together and all that stuff so it was kind of the first little layer that i've seen where schwartz kind of lost his cool and was like truly annoyed with sandoval it was like i can see sandoval being kind of like that excuse me um annoying little sister that just doesn't stop nagging and poking yes. you like poke poke and then the older like if you poke me again poke 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 yes like it's like back off sandoval and so then and then that. you like hit your sister really hard and then your mom sees that and then yells yeah. at you and you're like are you kidding me this little like uh, exactly, exactly that yeah that's how it was <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so this is then we get the jacks cam and the lit method plug which i guess he had to get in there because they did come to his wedding in kentucky <laughs> okay. uh, what happened to sweat garage did they just stop paying him or what i know and now now it's peloton garage poor sweat garage um like yeah so what did you think about because at first i was like okay we're going to start using Instagram footage and like stories, which I mean, we have shouted out from the rooftops that if this cast would stop storying everything, we wouldn't know what the entire show was going to be about. They're literally create, they, they tell us every year, like we can just go back through our threads and see everything that's happened. Yeah, we knew about both of these parties. We were all speculating. We're like, oh, these people are Jax's these yeah. people are. and oh look they ordered a slide like it was like look we have a pool it was like very stupid and um yeah I don't know it's just like we totally knew about this but at first I was like okay like this could be interesting like if the cast kind of does get like a little sloppy on an Instagram live and that can be used or like even on a story there's been times when you know like Lala has ranted about the cast like I would love for them to play that and then we could like see what the other's response was or something like that because whenever that happens it never gets addressed and we just have to you know swallow it so it's kind of a bummer but I could not believe how many times they didn't just show his little Instagram story once. It was a plethora of times. And um, the amazing content was him driving to Lit Method, which 
I mean, I'm assuming that he has one of those systems in his car that all reality TV stars do or YouTubers have where the camera is mounted to the, um, you know, the car and then you can film that way because, you know, it's no hands or whatever. But I still didn't think you could film and drive. Yeah, and he does it all the time. We see him texting and driving, doing live IG stories and driving. So, Sarah, how far do you think Lit Method is from Jax's North Hollywood slash Valley Village home? So is there only one? Yes. Oh my god, and it's in West Hollywood. So what? what's your guess on that? Oh god. I, I mean, just I just 45 minutes. I just mapped it right now and as you know we're all in quarantine and there should not be much traffic out there except for essential workers and from his house to Lit Methods it's 25 minutes and that's with zero traffic. And oh, wow. during this time I'm sure that that, that was a solid cuz remember remember in the summertime how much he was ranting about traffic? Like this is why he and I was like why are they saying um he needs to go to the like he's like I need to go to the bathroom you guys can distract me. I was like why wouldn't you just go to the bathroom and then go to the gym? Well, if you're driving 50 minutes to go to Lit Method, you could have to go to the bathroom, and now I get it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Both like, both ways. Like, that's both six ways. round trips. Both that's like ways. six hours of your day, not even counting the workout. <laughs> I mean, and for someone who didn't want to drive to Santa Monica or something like that, it seems like to go there three times a day he's not afraid of driving and polluting the um the Good atmosphere point. you know yeah someone needs to tweet that at him like hey Jax, you you go to the lip method 25 yeah well however many miles away but he's in the car so emissions it's, like it's um did i write it down i think it's 9.5 miles away but with traffic you know it's yeah. um yeah for sure god especially going back yeah, you know, like, who up? You guys going up the one hundred and one, and I mean, he may cut through. I, I mean, guess, that kind of yeah. I mean, you always see him mad at like the way that he chose. Either he's on, um, what is it like the? Is it Laurel Canyon or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's always saying they're like, this is ridiculous. And imagine being Brittany and like you're sitting at home and like he's like, I'm gonna go to the gym. To me, a, a normal person, like they go to their local gym that is maybe five minutes away or something. But for someone who's taking like a 50 minute drive each way, yeah. and let's even cut it down. Let's even be nicer to him. Let's say 30 minutes, 30 minutes each way. That's an hour plus an hour class. She definitely mm-hmm. has a right to be feeling frustrated and like possibly he's trying to get away from her and not spend time with her. Yeah, because you would just either go to a local gym and then maybe go to Lit three times a week or something like that. Right. Wow. Yeah. Well, like Saucy said, she is going to start feeling that way. Like you're yeah. trying to get away from her, or not? You're not. She's not making you happy. It's like who wouldn't? Yeah. Oh, well, that's crazy. Yeah. Um. Okay, I I totally got off where what I was talking about. Though, where 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 are we in the, the episode? Was the Jacks camp? But then we go over to. Tom Tom with another Lisa scene and they explain to the Toms that they've actually made a profit and probably doubled their money Ugh. and Lisa and Ken made a profit too I'm like I've never heard of a restaurant like making a profit like that within the first year after how much money they spent on that I don't know 
But they basically gave them an ultimatum. I mean, they they really have no choice. They're like, you can either take the money or you can um, take the money and then we're going to open up a newer, fresher, more exciting bar that's going to compete with you and probably suck all your business and you'll end up like, sir. So do you want to not take your money then? It's like a threat, a veiled threat. Yeah, um, because they didn't put enough into it for it to be worth worth it for them to even even with the profit that they made it's still not worth it so there basically was no choice and even though it was kind of like a positive meeting where I appreciate that Ken and Lisa are including them and I thought they that they didn't talk down to them too much but it reading in between the lines like there absolutely was no choice and they basically were like you'd be stupid if you chose anything but just keeping the money there you know what I think they're really running I what? think they're running a pyramid restaurant scam. I think they're taking everyone's investment money and they keep getting the money and they're like, oh, yep, just get some more people and you'll bubble up eventually. We'll just open another bar and then you'll bubble up a little more. Then you'll bubble up. Like, like, I think like scammers. Like Guillermo has a little bubble at TomTom and that's yeah. why he can't complain about them opening on the same block. So he's got yeah. now a bubble at Pump, a bubble at TomTom. And a, and a yeah. little bubble at Vanderpump Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps giving her money for this exciting opportunity. But really, that's how they're making their money. <laughs> Yikes, dude. That's an interesting theory. It could be. I just don't believe in their business practices. I've, I do, I've, I'm calling bullshit. I mean, I will say that, you know, from watching TomTom's progress in the last year, we were there for in during the construction. We were there when it opened. We've been there numerous times. Um, it is very popular, and it is very different in that, like, it's very accepted by the locals. So that was, like, I feel like a new, different treat for Lisa. Um but yeah, I, I I don't know if I believe that like it was w- so wildly successful that they profited so much, you know? Right. Yeah. Just because I like there there just isn't a quick kind of the problem with their model is how late they open up, and then like I don't know how many times a table could turn in the back the back area, maybe three times, you know? Like at the restaurant that I worked at, we could turn a table five times in a night, you know? Like and yeah. So, yeah, and there's not that many tables. Yeah, and... it's it would just be interesting to see. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. It's cool. I would ask to go over the books with them, and you know. Yeah. I mean, because it would be advantageous for them to, anyways, to learn the ropes of the accounting side of the business if they do want to branch off on their own. Like, hey, help me learn the books, and in the meantime, I'd be like screenshotting that and taking it to my accountant and be like, "What does this mean?" Maybe we can have Max on and we can ask him about that because he, you know, knows the most about his restaurant. Yeah. Could try. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so I was kind of bored with that scene. Tom Sandoval says he needs to talk to Ariana. Lisa says, I think that's a great idea. But Tom Schwartz does not mention anything about talking to Katie. No, he just like kind of falls silent. (laughs) (laughs) So suddenly it's fine that they all drive to Santa Monica on the west side. That that's no problem. Sheena's that's a problem. The beach, that's a problem. But oh no, let's go to Santa Monica to this comedy club that like 
is it not it's not a thing like i lived in santa monica for 10 years and never once went there you go to west hollywood you go to the improv or the comedy store or the it's, groundlings it's pretty much like um a comedy school and every once in a while or you know they open up to like the very you know like they their pupils can perform yeah well because it was i've never been to a comedy show at like 2 p.m it was broad daylight outside and then there was like it was just them. Maybe there was one head, which was probably a production assistant. There was like nobody in there. Yeah. Because nobody goes to comedy shows in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah, that's bizarre. <laughs> so, um, yeah. What did you think of her comedy? Um, 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 um. Wait, how I I'm off in my notes right now. Okay, we'll we'll come back to where um we still need to talk about Lala when she walks in in her robe and talks to um to Brittany, right? Or did it? Am I in? Yeah, am I out of yeah. Order? No, you're right because everyone arrives and this just doesn't make sense. But this is actually a prime example of this whole editor gate thing. <clears throat> when she said Bravo does have favoritism, they do think Bo and Stassi are the special heroes, and they do want them in every episode. Well, yeah, because why would Bo and Stassi also a trek to the west side which mm-hmm. they both complain about and b they, I don't know are they friends with Dana when I've never seen them talk except for one statement last week um, when has Lala become friends with Dana yeah um, on the after show also not to keep coming back to the after show I know that's annoying when not everyone has seen it but on the after show um Lala and um, Brett and I think it was Lala, Brett and somebody else went out of their way to say, why was Sheena even there? There was absolutely no reason for Sheena to be, to show up at the bar after that comedy show. Well, I'm sorry, but I wrote in my notes, why on earth, just like you just said, why would Bo and Stassi and Lala choose to watch Dana's comedy like there is absolutely no they those are like they're the snobbiest cast members that there are and I would think that they would like demand to have like a a better scene in a better location and you know with like something a little bit more interesting than having to like watch the content that someone is like their their jokes I just I was really surprised yeah and she knows there because she lives on the west side and that makes sense right and she's friends with Max and she's friends with Brett so it makes sense that she would go and hang out with people she actually is friends with and where they made Stassi her, and Bo are they, not friends with Max and Brett and they made her um, and how would they be they don't work together they don't work at sir when when would this have happened like this like the fact that they didn't show Stassi getting closer to Dana or even Lala is a huge like gap in the, the editing world for sure it doesn't make sense I don't believe no it sense. unless no. they were told by, you know, production. Dana is our golden child. She is like if Stassi and Bo are the superheroes of, of Vanderpump Rules, Dana is our new little golden child. So you are going to do a scene with her and then they say, OK, you know. Yeah, it's their way of playing ball with the newbies. But they needed the transition person there. Like they needed Tom and Katie there because Dana worked for them at Tom Tom. And then Tom and Katie could be like, hey, go guys let's make a event out of it and that's why Stassi and Bo are there or Lala but without a transition or airy link it makes no sense yeah 
So. Totally. Um, so... And then yeah. Stassi uses the line where... So Max and Brett walk in. She's like, so sweet that both of you came for your girlfriend. Yeah. Um, just to, you know, create that awkward moment. Her and Lala, that was their job, definitely in these scenes at the comedy club and then at the bar afterwards. I mean, they just went... I, I would actually question if they were Dana's friends because they went for the jugular to get the scene that they needed hurting Dana in the crossfire, yep. um, you know, by kind of making the comments that they did. Yeah, I definitely wrote down a note that, like, this is Lala trying to insert herself to be relevant, to get some airtime, a scene. She even said it on her own, was it after show or podcast? She said, I need to stir things up. I didn't say or do enough. I need to, like, make sure I... I have a role next season so I need to stir some more shit up you can tell that's exactly what she's doing here is just to create some relevancy for herself and you can tell that she's literally sitting there with her nose in the air like absolutely nothing can touch her like she she has no worries this season because she feels like she's in a, a place where she's very safe she's definitely feeling safe and untouchable and it's coming across in how she she's you know treating the people on the show her relationships with you know her quote-unquote co-workers I mean she's like that nightmare friend that you don't want to be around because like let's say you're wearing maybe like I don't know like a different um like cut of dress that you've never worn before she's the type that would be like why are you wearing that are you trying to impress someone I've literally never seen you wear something like that and then like your crush is standing in there and he looks at you like and you're like shut up up Lala like why would you even say that you know like that's totally how she is my mom did that to me I had a a guy over for dinner and um I was making everything from scratch and she's like well it should be good because she's like she's literally been in the kitchen for the last nine and a half hours and I was like I want to make it appear as like I just whipped this stuff up yeah like shut up zip it totally (laughs) oh god and and then when I lived with Julia when I was younger and I had a crush on the Domino's pizza driver he was in my yeah he was in my class at at school at college Uh uh-huh and and but he also worked at Domino's which is like a block away from our apartment and she knew I liked him and like we had like a, a vibe and she told her you know boyfriend at the time later husband and so when he came, they're like, oh, let's all order pizza because we knew he was working. And so he comes and Dave go answers the door and he's like, oh, so you're the guy Sarah like is in love with. <gasps> and I was like, oh, my God. I just shrunk like a turtle. I was like, <sighs> ah, and he looks at me and I was like, I want to die. So horrible. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, I hate those moments. Hate that. I was so mad. I'm like, you mother. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. oh my gosh um I, I did really enjoy when like the um the warmer upper what is that called went before dana goes on the person who warms up the crowd yeah yeah um made fun he's like what's your name the fluffer yeah oh. yeah the fluffer <laughs> and he's like max you know and he's like oh max and then he makes fun of Bo and like I don't think they told Bo that that was coming because I felt like that was such a true reaction. Like his face was beet red and like he was, he did not know what to do. And Stassi also, because like they were kind of making fun of like Bo, you know, like she didn't know what to do. Like it was 
like thank you for keeping that in at least they kept that in you know yeah that was the funniest part (laughs) yeah that was much funnier than Dana said yeah I I just felt like hers were too like forced and written and delivered she's like okay write joke tell joke like you're supposed to have some kind of natural delivery your timing your delivery your tone and she was like I wrote joke I tell joke (laughs) people laugh at joke I tell another joke you know like very caveman-ish. <laughs> that so, is I, how she talks. You're right. Um, shout out to Amy Phillips. Did oh, you? Totally. Did yes. you? You guys, if you have not checked, go to her Instagram and look at the. You'll see right away. She's dressed up as um as Dana, and I seriously like yesterday was stressful like it was it was exciting but it was also like a lot you know I'm like trying to deal with my children we had a a ridiculous birthday drive-through I had to go to and like literally things are like popping off and I'm like trying to like read my text and then I saw the the Dana thing and I was just like oh my god she's like just go watch it I'm not even going to attempt to try to do it it is so funny if you guys um don't find it I so I saw Ariana retweeted it and she was like I'm dead and I watched it and I was dying so I retweeted it too so if you go to Pumpers Nation it's it's probably the last tweet it's really funny oh my gosh so funny so and I was happy to see it come from Amy Phillips instead of somebody else like it was just like it was because she's known for that you know like it was it makes it like a little yeah if it feels nice and safe you know (laughs) (laughs) whatever do you mean (laughs) yeah it is I agree um so yeah so Dana goes up there and I mean, I, I give anyone credit that is able to step on stage. So good for her and good for her, you know, trying to be creative and. Well, and in front of men you're dating and friends that you're just getting to know, like that's the hardest part. Like and, strangers, like, who cares? Imagine like, you know, you sit there and you write jokes and you try to come up with a set, but then the pressure of Stassi's coming, which is, you know, like the head honcho of the show and they're filming like, <laughs> yeah. I would be like, uh, but and then I, your ex and your current amour that you're trying to re- reel in, like that's that's way too much pressure. I feel bad saying this, but I will. I felt like the um, she's like any of any any Stranger Things fans out here. Um, she's like, yeah, I relate to Eleven. Um, I get nosebleeds on the weekend too. I. I felt like that was like a really easy joke and like possibly there's like a ton of memes of that, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've never mm-hmm. heard that and I just felt like I had. I don't know. Yeah. Um, a lot of people on the internet were a buzz that she, you know, uh, kind of broke the code, again, referencing that the cast possibly, you know, uses drugs. Um, I didn't think it was that groundbreaking and... I don't know. Like, I wasn't like, yes, I knew it. I knew it. They used drugs. Like, it was just like, eh, I don't know. What was her reference on that? Um, She said that the character Eleven on Stranger Things gets bloody noses. And she says that she relates to that character because she gets bloody noses on the weekend. Meaning that she does cocaine on the weekend and her nose bleeds. Oh, okay. I get it. I never watched Stranger Things, but now I get what you're saying. Yeah. um, I'm sure Jax gets a lot of them. And then um, I don't know the history of, you know, what how her father was in her life, but that's she's definitely made a couple of daddy jokes before. So I'm just, you know, 
she kind of has daddy issues and then um and like Brett again has that, mommy that issues yeah and i feel like that could have worked but just the way she delivered it she's like yeah that's my dad i was like it just it didn't hit the way it should like maybe she should write jokes and not tell well, them because I, I don't know I don't know if that's something that you burst out laughing about. Like, um, I might laugh with that with you. Like, I might be like, oh, Sarah, guess what my dad did again? He blew, you know, and like, we'd be like, oh my God, you know, but like, it's not something, especially for like a stranger that you would burst out about them having like a horrible dad. Like, it's not, yeah. I don't know that that's funny. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she's I like, she's like, she's like, dead mom dying of cancer is funny yeah. either, but She's I mean, like, if it's funny to her, cool. Do she's like, yeah, I was putting on my belt the other day and I accidentally whipped myself. And I was like, oh, that reminds me of my dad. Like, that's not funny. That's actually terrifying. You know what I mean? Actually, like, that was, that was a little funnier than her joke, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Reminds me of growing up. Oh, the good old days. <laughs> Emery in the corner of my eye. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, I mean, I guess we go to Nighthawk, and that's when they're yelling over her, like, who likes her the least. And Sheena gets yelled at. And I understand Sheena was there. To, she probably just should have kept it quiet, but she was trying to stand up for Max, who was her very best friend. <laughs> okay. Oh. This was so, like,. Like Lala said, this is so messy. Um, this was horrible. This was like, there were so many levels to this. Like, first of all, everyone like telling Sheena to shut up. That was crazy. Um, yeah. And then. Yeah, Lala. Like, Lala, why are you speaking? At least Sheena knows Brett and Max and Dana. You don't know any of these people. So don't tell Shishu to shut up or go. Don't put baby in a corner. Okay. And you know, Brett's be, in the middle of it. Fine. But there would be no like emotional arc to this story had Sheena not hooked up with both of them first. So right. you know, like that's how we got introduced to Dana and the new people is Sheena was in there. Sheena created this little, you know, story and jealousy, like tum- tumbleweed. And then she comes in to like kind of like she's the only one that possibly has any authority in talking to any of them. And she's told to shut up by all of them. Yeah. And the one who pissed me off the most was Brett. Like yeah. I felt like it was so like – um not like not it was not rehearsed it was like he he thought that that was going to be so brilliant for him to be like sheena sheena do not do not even right now like what brett what mr youtube like what are you even saying yeah he's like you're not allowed you're not allowed it's like who are you yeah You're not allowed. Sheena's allowed to do anything she wants, okay? Sheena runs the show. They all are allowed to. Like, do not, like, yeah. snuff out anyone. Like, that is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, right. But I did, like, if this was, like, truly what I think it was, I appreciated that Max finally, like, laid it out there and said, Brett, this is about you and you being shady. Like, I am your friend and you keep doing this. And I loved that Brett bowed down and was like, I'm not, I'm not, what, 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 I'm not, I I don't care about her. Like, he, 
he did every girl's worst nightmare. When you think that you yeah. have something with somebody and then they get in front of their buddies and everyone's staring at you and he's like, Nope, nope, I'm I I don't I don't have a girlfriend. I don't Danny. want a girlfriend. I um yeah. I I'm working on myself right now. And it's like that's weird because we were just working on yourself together last night. Like what are you talking about? Danny Zuko'd her. Oh, totally. <clears throat> Yeah, and then I don't. I don't have feelings. Like I would have, if I was Dana, I'd be like, "Fine, fuck it. I'm never seeing you again." I would have walked out probably. I wish, or I wish she would have said. I was shocked she didn't walk out. The fact that she stayed there and held her ground, and she kind of let that moment simmer over to let she kind of expose them by be, like showing, like, look at look at this. So she better not go back to either one of them because that was insane. And I actually, I never really have anything positive to say about Bo, but I did like that he spoke up and he was like, this is probably, but again, like, I wouldn't want anyone to vocalize this if I was Dana. He's like, Dana's probably feeling really stupid and embarrassed right now. So maybe you guys should stop. And it's like, yeah, she probably, did you have to say it like that? Like, Yeah, I wrote, I'm like, oh, I liked Bo in this scene. He made sense. It's a good point. He's thinking about someone, like, from the other perspective, from a female perspective. Yeah. Reptilian brain. But, yeah. <laughs> rephrased. He's like, Dana's probably, like, fully, you know, regretting the outfit that she picked today, the way her hair looks, <laughs> just everything about this. She is, you know, wondering, like, how did she get here? And you guys are doing that. <laughs> uh. Um, And then... When Stassi piped in, I didn't quite know that, like, I didn't think her line quite hit when she said, pick a lane. And then her advice after that was, pick a lane and decide, like, if you like her, if you, like, it kind of made no sense because their actual love triangle makes no sense. So it it didn't work. Like, they can't pick a lane because there is no lane according to both like neither one of them are claiming her like yeah, that is not fighting for her the true pro- like I don't think that anyone is being mean to Dana it's that exactly like what you said it's possibly like a Sheena situation where let's say like Dana absolutely would have already gifted each one of them an Apple watch if that was like her quote-unquote love language but it's not what it is is to give them attention and to in her mind claim that this one might be boyfriend material and she puts them up on this pedestal and so she just does it differently than Sheena but it actually is like very much the same behavior Mm-hmm. yep word so I mean I get why Max is upset it's like and I don't think he's trying he's not trying to lay claim to Dana it's just who wouldn't be upset if your friend is dating your person that you still have feelings for uh, I mean you shouldn't date your friend's X, even well, if it's been like two years. Remember when Charlie said in the after show, like it is like stuck with me from the beginning where she was like, you can still, you know, like be upset about someone and not be in love with them. Like when she mentioned that about Lala and James and I thought that was like, it's so true. And it absolutely is true that Max can like still be like a little butthurt that, you know, he is, um, that Brett is kind of stepping on his toes. Like, I I totally get it. Yeah. Okay. So then they start talking about the pool parties and where people are going. And Lala's like, I am not going to a frat house with no furniture. And like, is there even going to be food there? No, I'm going to go where the adults are. I'm going to Jackson Brits. I'm like, 
wow, Jax is now our adult on the show. Like, I get he's old, but that doesn't make him an adult. That was rude. It was very rude, and Also, I'd any day eat Ariana's food over Britney's food. She makes nice food. Britney just makes, like, hamburger helper with some bacon on it and some smashed Pringles. And then I uh, put some hot sauce, like the, the flaming hot uh, Cheez-Its that I crushed up, and it's a casserole. That's a great, oh. um, that'd be a great meme. Like, whose food do you prefer, Britney's or Ariana's? And then show the spread from last week and then Britney stuff. Um, I have a confession to make. <laughs> mm-hmm. You I love would, smashed Pringles on no, a casserole? No, I would choose Britney's food. Okay. Like everything that Ariana made, like although it was beautiful to my eyes and I, I enjoyed watching everyone eat that, like I was like I could never, I couldn't, I don't, wouldn't even know where to begin with what she did, um, and so I would choose Brittany because I feel like her food is <laughs> more my style. <laughs> well, because yeah, she she serves corn and well, I think she had it on the cob this time, but usually Jax's meal it's like corn out of the can and some potato spuds or potato buds out of the box. And then she'll heat up one of them hungry man pieces of meat, like a Salisbury steak. Mm. Like, yeah, like it seems very comforting being at Brittany's house, you know, or... Um, <laughs> well, they have the candy pantry and you love candy. Yeah, like I love a baby bottle pop just like her. It, it's, yeah, I mean, and that's something that I have to deal with. <laughs> baby bump, 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 bump. Now you're going to have that stuck in my head. Oh, man. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, I love some good... Midwestern Southern comfort food, that's for sure. But yeah, anyways, Lala, I mean, the way she's been eating with Randall, you know, they dine dine out all the time. Yeah, I, um, I, I thought that was so rude. Like, they have to stop saying the furniture thing. Like, that, like, furniture does not equal anything. Like, like, someone's design preference or, like, their timeline of design. Like, why would you put them down for that? Like, I don't understand how it's, like, become such a negative thing. Um, well, and Jackson and Brittany bought the furniture, the staging furniture that was in the house when they were shown the house. They just said, leave the furniture. So did Katie and Tom. Totally. And so, I, I, I really think that what has, like, why it's become such a thing is, like, it really bothers everyone that they didn't do that also. Like, I, I, think I think they're jealous that they're getting custom-made, designer-driven work that takes 12 weeks to make. Like Ariane on top said on Watch What Happens, that that's the whole filming schedule as long as it takes for their custom um, furniture to be made. So I think they're just secretly jealous. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... It's, it's bizarre. But I, again, like... This, <laughs> I don't like. Am I Jackson Brittany? Like, I don't know what is wrong with me. But I, I probably would have picked. I probably, if I could have afforded it, I probably would have just kept the stuff too. Because, I mean, that's why it's taking Tom and Ariana so long. It is really hard when yeah. a room is empty to figure out what fits there and what looks good. And like the like, it's a lot. So. I probably would have taken the easy way out too and then just like, you know, as I went along added like my favorite pieces or whatever, but um Yeah, for sure. And I there's nothing wrong with that, but just don't rip on someone totally. else because they chose a different path. Yeah. I I I it's like it truly doesn't make sense and it makes them seem like so um, you know, just like what Ariana mean. says later mean girls. I've had my couches since I lived since like 
the mid 2000s in Santa Monica. So uh, clearly I would have chosen that probably as well. Or just like you said, added like cool pieces you find along the way. Cause it's just, it's not my thing. Yeah. Interior design. So I don't really care, but just don't rip on someone else. I don't rip on my friends that really are into that. And like, Oh, they spent 10,000 on a rug. And I'm like, why would you stip? But it's like, cool. I don't, it doesn't affect me. Well, And then I also think like, um, not to like get too much into like people's styles, but I feel like Brittany and Jackson and Katie and Tom, like they, I would say they kind of have like the same style and, um, a brand new house with brand new furniture. I feel like that makes sense for them. And it makes sense for someone who's like coming up, like they don't have, they do not have any furniture. But then if you look at um, Tom Sandoval and Ariana, like I would say out of those couples, like they're very different. They're more boho. Everything they have is different. And Tom is more extra and everything. Like it would make sense that they may not want like that cookie cutter model home look, even though they bought a home that's like that. They are probably Mm -hmm. like, we, you know, we see some changes we want to make. Let's just not incur that cost. I think that's I mean, it's, it'll be interesting to see how they come out different. Like, why not look at it as a positive instead of being mean? And yeah. I'm sure, why wouldn't they have food? I didn't like that part. I thought that was really rude. Like, are they even going to have food? Like, Lala, you're really going to sit down and wolf a whole plate of food? Like, that's what you're concerned about? Right. <laughs> I don't know. Like, that. I thought that was strange. Yeah. Well, another Jack's cam. My is my third workout. It's, it's it's basically impossible, guys. No one can do three. No one can't be done. Can't be done. Guess what? I did it. Like, shut up. I so, do three a day all the time. <laughs> I, I I just created like a little meme that I was gonna post up, but like now I'm considering not posting it because I feel like it's exactly <laughs> what they are trying to do, and I don't know if I want to feed into it. But I mean, it's I feel like they're try obviously they're trying to make Jim Jim is in quotes. Jax is going to the gym. Jim is code for cheating, and just like pasta's code for cocaine you know it's like it's not about Mm -hmm. the pasta I'm going to the gym it's like the same thing you know it's I I don't know yeah and I just don't know if it's like are we gonna let Jax have a thing I I don't know yeah I I think they're testing out these little cam things I think there's someone's expecting people to be like I love that that's that Jax he's so funny like people are going to want more of this and it's like this is you you guys are out of touch like maybe you should read reddit some more because nobody is going to say that yeah um, oh that jacks it's like oh that's raven or that's so raven it's like oh that's just jacks he loves his workouts (laughs) yeah it was also now that like I, I feel like now like the world of Vanderpump Rules is like so keyed into the fact that you know like that the certain parts of these things are produced by certain editors and or you know like the ideas they have to pitch these ideas and some of them work and some of them don't I it just makes me wonder like if someone was like that was my idea that was my idea that because Jax does go on Instagram and everyone does comment about it they hate when he goes on Instagram they hate when he drives and they're all laughing at his commute like maybe we could use that yeah yeah for sure (laughs) Well, we missed a scene, but it kind of ties into the next scene because it's Ariana. So the first is where she's talking with LVP and she's basically like, 
you know, what, saying, what is anyone losing by not being friends with Jax? And you could tell Lisa, because Lisa has her little favorite Jaxy boy. Like, she didn't want to hear it. She didn't want to hear someone bashing her beloved Jack. So it was like, you could tell Ariana felt a little awkward. And she's like, well, okay, Lisa's not going to say anything back. So martinis, martinis, martinis. Like, yeah. You know, Lisa's like protecting Jack the way Jerry protects Stassi. Yes. And yes, I said it. Producer Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to list. Okay, Bill Langworthy... Andy Cohen, who doesn't even have anything to do with it anymore. Oh but, my you know, god! So, so I I went down that hole today of like looking. <laughs> there are so many people. Like it is, it is insane. Like the a list of people. Like there's like we're talking about the editors and producers. That's pretty much all that we've talked about on this podcast. What about the writers? There's writers to this show. A and ton story of them. producers. Writers and story producers and talent handlers. And I mean, so like, and I think that this is what, uh, you know, little Bree Dellinger's dude was laughing at us about, you know, and it's like, we know that. We we know. Like, so yeah, we're not just picking on Bree and we're not just picking on Jerry and we know that it's bigger than that. But the point is, is that yeah. someone, someone is finding these little things and choosing, like, and presenting it in a nice little package and giving that to us and expecting us to just be like, oh no, we don't have any problems. Like, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's fun to pick at it. And I, I would think that. I, I don't like regardless we're talking about your show we're continuing to eat up your content like this it's only Vanderpump rules guys like we're only this isn't uh, you know uh, mm-hmm. it, it's it's just a reality show it's okay <laughs> <laughs> okay so then we're at Covenant House with Lisa again um, Brittany and Ariana and they're sorting out donations um and it's a great charity um Brittany's like I'm I'm putting all fancy stuff over here okay and Lisa's like did you notice I think this is the second time I noticed where this the words of the song of the show um are used as lines like Lisa like Brittany's talking about Jax and he's just not happy right now or she you know she's not sure and Lisa's like but these are the best moments of his life. Like, all I could think was, the best days of your life. So rave. You know? Oh, that my happened. gosh. That's hilarious. It, it happened earlier, too. I'll try to remember what the other one. But it was, like, literally the song in the form of words. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So she's saying that Tom hurt my feelings, you know, because he chose to have this party. And Ariana's like, well, Jax created the problem. If it wasn't for you, I don't even think anyone would be Jax's friends. And she's like, yes, they would. Everyone but Tom Sandoval. I'm like, hmm. All right, well, yeah. she, I, I guess she's probably right. But uh, he's like, well, no, that's not right because I'm not friends with Jax now. I'm like, finally, finally. Yes. <laughs> now, um, like, again, Sheena, why are you still friends with Jax? Like, she said it at that bar. She's like, well, Jax called me dumb for scheduling a, 
video the same day as his pool party. It's like, yeah, because that should be her priority. Let's see, a business adventure or business venture or a pool party in the valley. Hmm. You go hustle that shit, Sheena, because Jack's ain't going to pay your bills. Yeah. But anyways, the point being, I don't know why, you know, yeah, people are friends with him the way he talks to them. But uh, anyways, Ariana... She's like, it's Sandoval's idea. And Ariana's like, actually, it was Katie Maloney's idea, Dana Kathan's idea, which, you know, it was Sandoval's idea. They just really supported and encouraged it. So I, Ariana was a little bit off there, but I think she was just in defensive mode, obviously, as Tom Sandoval. Did you think it was weird there how she said, how she mentioned both of their last names? Yeah. <laughs> like, she's like, Katie Maloney and Dana Kathan. Oh, that's right. She did say Kathan, and it's Kathan. Kathan, yeah. Um, and then, um, and she's like, well, I'll ask Katie Maloney. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> that's a, I thought she was going by Katie Maloney Schwartz. Let's get it right. Right. Why, why don't you just ask Katie? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, we, we well, all... I'll ask Music Kills Kate, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That was awkward. It and... was. So then we flip over to Tom and Katie at lunch, Katie Maloney at lunch, where Brittany does confront Katie Maloney. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry, really quick. Yeah. What, I am like a little um, into the vibe of now that Lisa is invested kind of in like Ariana's um, mental health and like, you know, she's the one who got her working and, you know, at the horse stables and like kind of pulled her from her depression, you know, or she's opening the dialogue to talk about, you know, that she's feeling depressed and all this stuff. And um, I found it interesting that her and Lisa were kind of giving each other eyes and Brittany was the odd man out and Lisa even like kind of had to pull Ariana back to you know hold her off of Brittany like it was like I wonder how Brittany feels about that Mm. you know like is it like Ariana's kind of Lisa's girl right now and poor Brittany is just there with you know having to deal with being Jax's bride (laughs) yeah Oh, you can tell it's I think it's both Brittany and Jax are upset right now because yeah. it's over. Yeah, for sure. So she's a little testy as well. So yes. she comes at Katie Maloney and it's like I heard it was your idea to have the dueling pool parties and and Katie's like, What? What are you talking about? She's like she's like, No, Jax, it's it's his rage text. Well, Katie Maloney, you rage text all the time, therefore it's your fault. I loved when Katie like just hung up on her. She's <laughs> like, okay, I like I like you, Katie, right now. Me too. I was like, and I also like that um, that Katie like will not tolerate um, Brittany kind of like using a, a term that like you know Katie has been guilty of rage texting. It's like she's not going to tolerate. Brittany using that against her like Brittany you are not allowed to say that goodbye like it was yeah. like very dismissive like and even Brittany brings it up later to Jack she's like all I said like she does rage text you know and it's like yeah but Brittany like you're not allowed to say that <laughs> you know yeah. like it- and I 
Also, I doubt Katie's ever raged. Katie Maloney, sorry, in case you were confused with just Katie. I doubt Katie Maloney's ever rage text Brittany. So Brittany needs to just speak on her own behalf, you know? Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I truly think that like Katie was annoyed, you know, where it was like she's bringing something up like one of, you know, like it'd be like if she's like, well, you're tequila Katie. You know, it's like, Brittany, I don't know that you have the experience to be able to say right. that. Like, know your yeah. pl- And I don't think she likes like actually knowing that when it comes down to it like she's not part of like the original crowd that's Jax and she's just his arm candy you know what I mean Mm-hmm. yeah I I true I felt that from her and I was like ooh, this is like this is what we've needed to see all along was Brittany just get catch a little bit of heat you know and it's TV and then magic. when Schwartz now decides to have Katie Maloney's back for once, and he called, he's like, you're acting like an idiot. I was like, ooh. <laughs> this is the part of Schwartz that people forget about. Like, he, we've seen this multiple times when when he gets kind of backed into a corner and, like, it's time for him to, he's yelled crazy things at Sheena. He's yelled crazy things at Stassi. I mean, it's pretty much happened to, every, well, Katie for sure, you know, but it was just, I, I love when Schwartz loses it and says something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when he, that dark side that he has when it comes out, just like at the the party when he went off on Katie Maloney. I also felt like, I felt kind of bad for Katie in this moment too, because I wouldn't say that it was Katie's idea to, you know, have this pool party. I would say that she was in support of it. You know what I mean? Like it exactly. wasn't, it wasn't yeah. really fair to be like, oh, Katie is the one who said, let's do it. You know what I, like she wasn't, but. Um, yeah. She said it would make her panties wet. Yeah. Sorry to bring that visual back to you guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, she was down for it because she was, t- yeah, pissed off about Jax's rage tech. So it's like, it's something you do in the moment. And yeah, she didn't come up with it. So. And I also think that Brittany and Jax are absolutely freaking out that, like, I think that they thought that, like, with the wedding and everything that has happened, like, the whole, you know, last year being this year, last year, everything being all about them and everyone has excused Jax's behavior. And for the most part, his behavior was pretty positive because he's been the center of attention. But um, no one has forgotten everything that he has done. And so when he starts up that behavior... Like, everybody isn't Britney. They haven't just erased everything that he's done. So when it starts happening again, it's like everyone's quicker to respond than Britney because it's like, no, we're not going to deal with this, Jax. You know, so I I think that, like, she's a little bit shocked that people aren't falling in line for her anymore. Like, yeah. she, when she was like, don't disrespect me, it's like, nobody is, but you disrespected yourself by marrying him. Like, you <laughs> did that. Like, unfortunately, like, you're attached to that now. And you guys, yeah. you guys are one. And people tried to warn you of the consequences. Like, yeah, we get that you can't help how you feel. People warned you not to not love Jax but they warned you of what's going to happen when you marry him this is the shit you're going to deal with this is going to be your day to day life and that's what people were trying to tell you they weren't trying to tell you who to love they were just saying just so you know what your life's going to be like after this little honeymoon phase of one month and I don't like for the most part like if um, I don't know if like some of my friends came to me and they were like listen Chad's behavior like we're not down with it we're gonna go to a different party because you know that's what we're we're just we don't like it and then what I could say is 
you guys, that's my husband. Like, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but I, I have to side with him. My friends could then say, I totally understand that. We're going to go make this choice or whatever. But Brittany hasn't quite said that yet. She kind of keeps flip-flopping where, where to, to, when, when Jax isn't there, like when she was on the beach in Santa Monica, she's like, you guys, I know, I don't know what's been up with his behavior. He does this and I'll, I'll, I'll make sure he's in line. But then when she goes home to Jax, she's like that Tom Sandoval she blames Tom Sandoval to Jax so Jax like truly thinks he has the support of Brittany but in a way she's like still flip-flopping and wanting to be friends with everybody she wants it both ways you know yeah remember back in that scene when they went to dinner with Randall and Lala and Randall got like the double order of fried chicken yes remember when Jax was spazzing out on Brittany then he's like just let just be on my side if I say jump jump you know just have my back and that is like the husband-wife thing. That's the benefit of you know marriage. Well, it. I mean, I'm jumping ahead, but um, on in this episode and also in the after show, I have to. Say, I, I'm sure that this will change, but I've been a little impressed with how Jax is like. I don't care what you do to me, but like the fact that like you're gonna go against my wife and her her feelings. I think he's kind of using her as a shield, but yeah. in another way, I'm kind of impressed that he's saying that. Where it's like. He is not wavering. That's what he wants. Yeah, he yes, exactly. He's not wavering, and he expects that from her. But she can't do that because she has two loves. She loves Jax, and she loves the group, and she loves being on TV. And so she yes. she needs to walk the line there. And he's gonna do whatever he can to push her off that line because that's what he has to do to make good TV. And so Brittany's really gonna suffer in this because he's not gonna stop. Yeah, you're right. She's a people pleaser, but she also needs to keep her spot in the Witches of WeHo because she knows if if she doesn't, it could result in, you know, I mean, less fame. In the after show, the whole time I've been saying, poor Brittany, you know, um, she has to do the after show interviews with Kristen and Kristen. Um, they are always talking about her issues with the witches of WeHo and Brittany kind of just has to sit there and nod along and then like say things when she can. It's She really didn't get a good after show seat. But this time I found it interesting because Brittany was kind of in the hot seat and she's answering for why she felt like the pool party wasn't fair and how Ariana did what she did. And Kristen's kind of sitting there rolling her eyes, not backing her up too much because she really can't because she was at the other pool party. So it's kind of an interesting dynamic now between her and Kristen. I think they're still friends, but it's definitely um, awkward. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. so Jack says, who cares? We don't care about anyone. The only one we're going to miss is Tom. And she's like, hey, and Katie. He's like, no, not Katie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jack's, Jack's is back. He can... I mean, I don't want him to stay, but he can stay if he's going to be like this for a couple, <laughs> couple episodes. <laughs> so people start coming to Tom and Ariana's. Did you notice? I think it was when Katie and Schwartz rolled in. Like there was like three Amazon boxes yes. on their doors. <laughs> I love that. And I love how like no no one thought like let's let's throw those around the back of the house or something to get him out of the shot. Like they they've they've done that a bunch of they've shown like Kristen had like fifty the other day. Like they are choosing to not get rid of the boxes, which is kind of funny. <laughs> so speaking of Kristen, she arrives with Carter. Carter. Yes. Um and says that they are dating. 
And then like they, they'll pan a little shot to Carter in the pool, and he's like brushing the hair out of Kristen's face. I felt like they looked so much more like comfortable and like they weren't going to be attacked and they could kind of like be themselves a little bit more at this party. Um, you know, yeah, like Jax had been there. He would have, well, that would explain why Kristen went to that party. Cause Jax would have been like, what is it? What is it? Hey, how can you even date her? She, did you see that sex tape? Did you see that? Come on. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I, I totally forgot about that. I was wondering because Kristen is such good friends with Brittany and she's friends with Jax. I thought, I wonder how she chose but I bet because of Jax's spaz last week about Carter and of her blowjob video. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, they should have said that. Yeah. So, you know, it makes sense. It does make sense you, but... now. Yes. <sighs> okay. Well, we get a brief cameo of Jeremy Jojo. He's like the twerker from Tom Tom. Charlie, Danica. I like Danica's dress. I thought that was cute. I didn't even see Jeremy. I totally missed him. He, uh, he walked in or something with them? Yeah, they like to pan around him a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah, he walked in with JoJo and Charlie. Okay. Um. So Katie's talking about the rage text, and she's like, at least mine aren't out of nowhere. And, ta- and, and Santa's like, yeah, yours are like at 3 a.m. And she's like, yeah, and they, they're from they're for a reason. And Schwartz is like, oh, well... <laughs> maybe not and she like scowls at him like does the pucker and pout like her mouth drops and she's like <sighs> scowls like I mean Katie Schwartz is like he has like that whole little rant we just did about Jax and Brittany being loyal to each other as you know uh, husband and wife uh, Katie and Tom are not like that <laughs> at all and you, just, uh, you felt it when Schwartz said it we're like Schwartz keep it to yourself keep it in your head don't say it yeah don't 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 make a sound just don't breathe hold your breath for a second and then move on yeah um did you notice that that Tom and Ariana were wearing the same little cover-ups oh I didn't because I just (laughs) couldn't stop looking at Katie Maloney's outfit that she's obsessed with this Morticia Adams Stevie Nicks look like she's always wearing black lacy numbers to a hot pool day or beach day or I'm like that's the last thing I would want to wear but why did I think I saw leopard on her was she wearing leopard too yeah leopard and then black Morticia Adamsy kind of yeah thing she wore that at the beach too she has a little dark vibe to her yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that the setup at the pool was so cute. I loved like the boho vibe. I thought it was cool. They put a tent back there. Um, did you like? I noticed that like Kristen brought floaties um, to the pool. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that's fun. Like I appreciate when someone brings something fun, you know, and that's something that adds. So that was cool. And um, I also noticed that both backyards featured um, fans, which is kind of strange to have a um, a fan in your backyard, you, you know, at the when mm-hmm. you have a pool. But um, you have to remember they're in the valley and it's hotter than shit out there. So, yeah. um, and they had to sit there and film. It's not like they could be in the water the whole time. So I thought that was kind of smart to have the the fans out there. Yeah. Wish they had real fans out there. We could have just all sat with like on on bleachers and watched them have the pool party, <laughs> like the red carpet. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, over to Jackets, which Charlie called a retirement party, and it did resemble a retirement party. 
Um, <laughs> Brittany's taking more shots. Shot, shot, shot. I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on the family. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, with Tom, Tom and um, Ariana's house has like this big ass like side, wall. like this wall. <laughs> And like literally, bleachers could go against it. Yeah, like like really high bleachers, like a, a full on like high school, <laughs> high school football or we could game. All sit on top of it in a long single file row. Sit on top of that wall, and, and they would be like twerking and jumping in the pool, <laughs> and yeah, carrying on the whole day. And we just sit there and watch. That's brilliant. yeah. <laughs> they could sell tickets. Oh, they could sell tickets and pay the staff absurd. <gasps> Oh my gosh! <laughs> How about that? Or you know, like a GoFundMe, like yeah. a VIP, VIP tickets. Or I can like go to Covenant House mm-hmm. or Vanderpump Dogs, whatever you know. Yeah. Okay, great idea. Okay, I'm sorry. Where were where were you? Yeah, like maybe on top of the wall, it's like 150. Bleachers like 200, and then maybe like if you get to go in the tent or at a table, it's like a 500 dollars VIP or something. Yeah, or, or they're like they're like, listen, we're gonna be um, filming a private scene where Dana talks to Katie about what's going on with Brett and Max. For 1500 dollars, you can sit behind the tent out of the shot and listen to the conversation. You you have to sign an NDA. Like, you cannot speak about this in any groups or anything, but you can listen. 1500. Here you go. Perfect. Like the walk on rolls. Yes. (laughs) Think outside the box, people. People need help. Yes. And, you know, filming is supposedly going to start, we heard, July. Well, this is your way to give back. Think about this now. Um, We know, obviously, now we've confirmed production does listen. There's a great idea to help out people out of work in the industry in the restaurant industry every industry this is a great way to give back sell fan seats to filming events yeah Mm -hmm. totally i mean they know how to work around fans they do it every day when they're filming at sir yep exactly um well jacks can't figure out what bread brett would want to eat like i don't i don't get it like what what do you eat like noodles Um, Jax, you've known Kristen for 12 years. You can't figure out what Kristen needs. And Brad's like, no, just grass. I, I love <laughs> that um, that is his take on what a, a vegan <laughs> eats is noodles. But even not noodles because there's like eggs in noodles. Yeah. Unless it's like a vegan noodle. <laughs> but like that just shows like Jax's palate. Like that's where he goes. He's like, well, if I can't have a burger, uh, noodles. <laughs> you know, You know what, Holly? What? A burger is his dad's favorite food. <laughs> did you know that? No. Did you My dad's Did you notice so, that, that Brittany was someone grilling? Yes, and I thought that was... Okay, again, <gasps> the stereotype roles. It's, yeah, it's usually the man outside grilling. So I, I liked it, because I'm like, cool, go. But everyone was like drinking and partying and she's out there by herself with two spatulas like trying to manage the shit like, like the smoke like, like the smoke plate. the smoke's like blowing in her face she's like sweating <laughs> and like jumbling with these uh, like spatulas and it's like no one where's your plate where's your house like come on someone I mean, we, we, we have to give her a little bit of credit, though, for the food that she did serve. I mean, she was making she was making hamburgers and she rolled them into little balls like she didn't just flop them out of a package and just put the patties on, you know. I'm um, sure they make well, they don't make their French onion dip. They buy it. It's not the same. You got to make it. Um, 
but yeah, like I just, I do, th- I don't think that it's a fabrication that Brittany does love to host and she does try really hard. So I think that, um, you know, they were trying to show that. And yeah, when I saw her <laughs> with like the, the barbecue pit smoke going in her <laughs> face and like everyone else is like, it's like a silent at the house and she's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I would feel bad like too because like we love doing those kind of things and now she's like doesn't get to like do it for everyone or impress everyone so 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 you're telling so she has two spatulas and she's barbecuing with the the stuff blowing in her face and then there's a a, um a bar staff of two just standing there and then everyone else is just sitting around talking like that would be very frustrating yeah. <laughs> at least like talk around her around the barbecue, but everyone's inside. Why are they inside at a pool party and not outside? Because it's hot. Yeah, they're in the or AC. Or Jax's neighbors were acting up or something. <laughs> he should just have an AC party then. Yeah, the neighbors could have been out. They were probably hurt. His neighbors were like probably grilling up a dog, and I don't mean a hot dog. <laughs> or they were like working on like like the, a Meiji mutt. Like the um, they were doing like an art installation of all of like the car parts that are in their backyard. <laughs> <laughs> this rusty bolt will look perfect right here and like they're welding like doing like being as loud as they can to disrupt jaxy boy's little slide you know (laughs) oh totally they're cutting up like the dirty soiled mattress that they killed someone on they're cutting it to pieces they're using like a saw (laughs) and then they put then they throw the mattress pieces in a huge bonfire to burn the dna evidence off of it but it smells rancid so they had to go inside to the ac to get away from the burning flesh on the soiled mattress so then Jax freaks out and like calls the cops on them and then like the the, like the streets filled with like cop cars and (laughs) <laughs> but then Jax doesn't come out of the house because he pretends that he wasn't the one. Because over the fence, when he's talking to Wilson, his neighbor, the killer, he's like, I, I, I didn't call. I didn't, must be the who, other yeah, neighbor. Who, I, who, I didn't do it. I who, didn't do it. Yeah, he's like, who called on you? Those jackasses. <laughs> I'm not a tattletale. I hate tattletales. All he's these like, little What you do is your business. What you do is your business, not mine. Yeah, I'm not a little girl. <laughs> he's like, my dad doesn't call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> my dad raised me not to call the cops. Not to be a tattletale little girl. <laughs> My dad said that. I never rat anyone out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, um, um, we- let's see. Where are we? Okay. Now, okay. So we kind of already talked about this, but um. Kristen's talking to Ariana about, you know, she's like, oh, by the way, you know, they were making fun of the fact that you have no furniture. And Ariana is just pissed. And she's like, okay, Regina George, fucking snob ass bitch. (laughs) Now, did Sheena have a shoe closet or a shoe room? Yes. Oh, in the in the apartment with Shay. Yes. Yes. I love that. Oh, good call. It was Brilliant. such a, yeah, such a good call. Snobby um, ass bitch, stay in your yeah. Um, it was just such a. It was like, like I almost like I I think like my head like shot backwards like into the couch pillow because I was like, I forgot about that. I mean, it would be like if um you know Stassi ordered. She's like, you guys look at my and I'm in my new house. I ordered the new couch. Look, there's cup holders. And I'd be like, wait, but Sheena did that like seven years ago. 
Yeah. <laughs> Look, we have a TV tray, me and Bo, because we're quarantining and like we can't order. So we ordered TV trays. She's like, Isn't all- that genius of us? Yeah. She's like, also, our fridge is stocked with every drink you can think of, even Capri Suns. <laughs> so I love that she's like, stop trying to be- pretend you're my friend, you snobby ass bitch. She's like, just stay in your one bedroom with your shoe closet because you wanted to copy Sheena. That is the best way to get to Stasi is to accuse her of copying Sheena. Like, brilliant. Well done. Hats off. Take a bow, Ariana. And also to kind of expose that, like, that is what she did to her apartment. Like, why would you limit your two-bedroom apartment to a one-bedroom and then a room of your shoes? Yeah. You know, like, it's, um, it, yeah, just to have it laid out there plainly was, uh, I would have liked to see Stassi's face when she saw that episode. Yikes. Yeah, hopefully that'll be part of the reunion. And then, so they go inside, and they're like, um, it's Schwartz and T. Sandy, and uh, Schwartz is like, hey, I like the softcore porn that's going on out there. And then uh, T. Sandy, in like the most peppy voice, he's all, thanks, man. (laughs) And it's like... He, what are you saying thank you for? Like, you didn't create the atmosphere, yeah, dude. <laughs> it's not your ass out there shaking. <laughs> like, thanks. So James comes up and they ask him to DJ their one-year anniversary party. And they're like, Xandal's like, dude, this uh, this humble pie thing you got going on, it's so sexy. <laughs> but then I like short shorts. It's like, oh. I kind of like the cocky asshole, though, James. And I'm like, I do, too. Yeah. I like you, Schwartz. It's, I like him. <laughs> it's it's okay to like them both. Yeah. Can we have both? Can we, like, mix it, merge them, mesh them Oh, my them God. Oh, my God. I just thought of another meme. I just thought of another meme. Have you seen... Have you... Oh, my God. Have you seen that... Um, There's, like... It's three circles. And it's it's talking about COVID-19. And there's, like, COVID-19. And there there's, like caring about the economy and then there's like um you know staying safe away from everyone and then there's me in the middle like we could literally put james in the middle and then there's you know him being wild and then him him being so uh, i'll make it happen it's it's funny in my head um yeah i i feel the same way i miss I miss James popping off because no one can do it like him. Like his his approval, like of like seeking approval from Katie and Lala, and I just can't can't do it. And Jax, I just I need your asshole confidence back. Where's Dana? Get over there and have a talk. I feel with James. like I feel like if there ever was a time to break the fourth wall with what truly happened, like um this would have been it like if you replace every struggle that james is having and like this conversation if he were to say you guys um thanks for asking me to dj your one year anniversary party because it's been really hard um not being able to film every time you guys don't invite me somewhere i don't get to film and it's really hard to even try to come up with a storyline for me because no one will film with me because of the things that i have done but now that i have earned your trust back i'm happy to be filming with all of you again and i can't believe i'm talking have a scene with katie right now i can't believe you know what i mean like if it was 
if that's what we were hearing, that because that is what this is about. He was blocked yeah. from filming. He yeah. was, you know, like, thank God for Raquel, because she is the one who, like, truly hung in there and brought him back. Well, like, they're messing with Kristen's paycheck, too, the, yes. which is a we hope blocked her. So they're blocking her income and her career, just like James. And I'm not saying, like, yeah, I want a little bit of a cocky asshole James back, and that doesn't mean to drink. Because, like, if we look at Luann on New York, when she was sober, she still managed to be a hell of a lot of fun. She just turned into, like, an egomaniac. So that that could work for James. He could just turn into a, you know, bigger egomaniac or just – he can just redirect how he's cocky. It doesn't have to be drunk cocky, you know? Like, I just – I, I really don't see any difference between him and Lala for like the the things that they have done you know like the comments they have made like the choices that they have made have been like very out there and both of, that's how they both came onto the scene and now for both of them to be choosing to be sober and kind of like redirecting their characters in like this weird lane it's bizarre that they're both that's both of their storylines and um like the two people who you know brought us who who ask those hard-hitting questions and when like i i feel like lala's probably like well i asked a hard-hitting question this episode look at i'm the one who started that whole dana max brett thing that that didn't feel that wasn't like original lala-ness that was like awkward and a producer told you ask this question and you did it that's what happened Mm-hmm. Yep. So I don't know. Like to get things going, we need a storyline. We need a plot line. So here are some questions for you to ask. Yes. Yeah. Well, anyways, then he tears up. He after he touches Katie's boob, they tear up, and it's just all very moving. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then we have. I mean, I don't really care about the Brett and Jack scene, and like. Brett's like, I don't, I don't get it. It's like World War 83. Like, enough with your numbers. You're 87, you're 86, you're 83. Like, it's not a thing, and stop making it. It's trying to be a thing, and all basically Jack said was that, well, it's just like me. I put my dick in anything. Yeah. Um, that didn't make me laugh. It wasn't like, oh, he, he gets it. No, it was like, gross. Yeah, it was just boring. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the rest of Stassi and Jax's. I mean, I do think that made sense because if he's going to listen to anyone, it's going to be her and only her. He's going to listen to Stassi before Brittany. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what did What did you think about the Jax and Stassi like little talk? I mean, she was right because she said how you know he's like oh, it looks like I hit the lottery on paper but I mean I can't believe he said that it's like I got everything he's like but I'm not happy and she's like Ooh. you could tell she's like fuck when Brittany sees this she's gonna spiral um, so then you know she says like it sounds like you're sabotaging it which I I hope that this isn't like that he's not um, you know this wasn't like a storyline written for him like okay Jax look you have everything now we're gonna have we're we know there's no problem with you and Brittany, but we need a little problem. So you're going to start working mm-hmm. out. You're going to start being mysterious. Nothing's actually going to be wrong, but we need to act like there is. So I hope that's not what this is because, um, I feel like they're like, you know what? People really liked like the old jacks are tired of the wedding. So if you want to be on next season, we might do a cliffhanger of you and Brittany fighting. And then you storm off and like, 
she finds a girl's number or something, it's going to be like a staged little cliffhanger. Like, to keep us all tuned in for next season and I keep mean, Jax on the show. We obviously know this didn't happen because, you know, of timing and everything and the season's already wrapped. But, like, what would be the best is if it was, like, he kept going to the gym and, like, he's, like, you know, he's, like, what? oh, like, she's, like, what is going on? And then he's, like, Brittany, I need a break. Like, I think we should separate for a while. And then, like, um... Oh no, oh no! She's like, "Come home, Jax. I have a surprise for you." And so he comes home, and he's like, "Brittany, I need a break. I- I'm going to take off." And he's like, "What? What was your surprise?" And she's like, "Never mind." And he leaves. He walks out, and then behind her back, she pulls out like a pregnancy test, and she's pregnant. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, but darn, that hasn't happened yet. So it looks good. I mean, they're defi- it's definitely turning into a little mountain that I'm I'm down for. Except for now, it's a season finale. So it's like, oh, they finally made it good. Oh, it's yeah. just th- the last three episodes. Yeah. I mean, assuming next week will be good. Yeah. But, yeah, okay. I, I can't believe it's, it's over. I wonder how soon they'll play the reunion. Because I would imagine there's got to be a lot of editing they needed to do, don't you think? Yeah, I'm sure that David. They filmed eight to six. Dana had said so. That's a lot of hours. I'm calling bullshit on that right now. I I think that they were filming days and days. I don't think it was one day. I think that's a huge lie. I think that um, they um, there's. I think that they're gonna. They they had to have done different shots with every single cast member. I think that they had everything set up long before, and when they needed someone to do something, they filmed them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, there's there's no way. Like, production-wise, that it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. It, it sounds great, but I, I don't think that's how it happened. Yeah. But I can't wait. Like, I, like I'm actually, like, I w- at first I was like, I love, like, the reunion's my favorite thing. Like, I love seeing them storm off. I love yeah. the new way that we see them getting ready and, like, they're in different rooms and, like, they're freaking out. But I, I think that a change like this will be, like, we're not going to know what's going to happen. We don't know the format. Like, it's going to be, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Okay. All right, well, we'll be back. Okay. Talk Talk to you guys later. Okay, bye. Bye.